So guys, I am the first to admit when I fuck up majorly, and I did so with this recording. So I, I had a great conversation with the wonderful comedian Mark Berkwood um, about the film Dr. Doodle, Tale to the Chief. And we were all on the same page, and it was a great 30-minute conversation, and comes to the end of it, and turns out I forgot to press record. So what Mark's gone and done is he's sent over a review of the film, and here we are. What I'm going to do is instead of interplaying bits of what I think about the film into the review, I'm literally just going to let Mark take this one completely. So after the credit song. You, the only voice you'll hear is the wonderful Mark Berkwood, who's got a podcast called The Autism Hour, which he interviews comedians with autism on, and it's it's really great. So if you've got autism and you're a comedian, get onto it, and if even if you haven't, just give it a listen, and I'll give my review of the film or my verdict on the film at the end of his review. So take it away, Mark Berkwood. So this is my recording, uh, this is my review of Dr. Doolittle, Tale in Chief. Um, me and uh, Carl Wolf spent about 30 minutes uh, reviewing it on uh, Skype and it turns out that Carl forgot to press record. So now I he's asked me to give a quick review. Uh, for around five minutes just to say what it was like and the fact that I have to talk about this again uh, <laughs> pains me now Carl got very angry when he was watching this movie uh, I didn't because he was angry about the acting in it um, and just everything about it now I didn't now I assumed that goes straight to DVD and with no Eddie Murphy in this latest Doctor Doolittle movie, I wasn't expecting too much, and I didn't get too much. Like, first of all, it starts off with you know his daughter Maya applied to become a vet, right? So uh, she goes to this university, San Francisco, somewhere. It doesn't really matter to be honest because. Yeah, that's how it starts. She goes and applies, and uh, her academic grades aren't great. Her interview goes badly, but they spend the whole time going on about how wonderful her dad, Dr. Doolittle, is. Uh, and, you know... But I, t I just felt like... Um, ah, it was just a bit overdone, and she was even getting annoyed about it, and she shut them down, these lecturers at this university, uh, which I was glad, you know. So, you know, I'm not I'm not my dad, but, yeah, sure, whatever. Um, but what was good about that part was they didn't give her a place just because her dad was Dr. Doolittle, because uh, they, they put her in a scene... Uh, they put her in a situation where she had to interact with animals. Now, Maya can talk to animals as well. So you're thinking, oh, she'll be quite good at this. And she wasn't because there were a load of baby animals in this nursery in the university going around calling her mama because they're babies and they were 
completely wrecking the child. And I just sort of think, which university do you know has a nursery full of animals? Uh, just like, let's really think about that. If any vet had to play with baby animals as part of their interview to become trained in, uh, to become a veterinarian, then please let me know because it was so ridiculous. So at first he does that off the bat and they didn't give her it because it was a bit of a train wreck. And then the next plot, part of the plot was, oh, the um, two Secret Service agents go around uh, their house and they ask for Dr. Doolittle to help them with the president's dog who uh, is called Daisy and he's going around wrecking everything. She was going around wrecking everything, stuff like that. And, and he had a visit from an African prince uh, to try and save this rainforest, which, according to Carl, Carl told me this, is saving the rainforest was the plot line to, I think, Dr. Doolittle too. Uh, but conveniently, Dr. Doolittle, Eddie Murphy, was in, Anta- in Antarctica looking after penguins. Uh, so that was very convenient. But yeah, it was just so, uh, it was so convenient. And so she was like, I can talk to animals, please use me. Without really questioning, uh, they did a little test where they held up a card for her dog. Oh yeah, Dr. Doolittle's dog, by the way, uh, Lucky, who was the only continuity character in all these Doctor Doolittle marathons, uh, and he was pretty good. Um, and that was the only kind of like comic relief he got from it because he was pretty good. I quite liked him, and the monkey was a little bit silly because the monkey kept faffing around. But yeah, they did this card trick with this dog. Like, I asked him to tell him what card it was, and she could because she could hear the dog, she was able to say what it was. Um, what the card the dog was looking at while she wasn't looking. So that meant she could uh, talk to animals, of course, because she could hear what the dog was saying. Um, but throughout the whole Doctor Who franchise, you know, whenever they are talking to animals, they're not talking to them in a different animal language. And the animals aren't talking in their own animal language. They're just making animal noises, but that means they're saying something, obviously. So I find that a bit confusing anyway it means that she could go work for the president don't worry about any background checks you know because let's let's go put you in the room with the president the president you know all of a sudden is this really sort of environmentally friendly person who wants to save the rainforest and daisy again i don't know any of the actors in this movie by the way because it's such a non-movie i didn't even bother to look it up i'm sure carl can fill in the gaps the actor who played the president was just yeah, he was this really environmentally friendly man who wanted to save the rainforest at all costs, but his dog, he needed his dog to be on it because the African prince's daughter loves Daisy the dog, but this dog's mucking about. And after it, one of the very few good scenes in it is when the dog wrecks, destroys the Oval Office, and it's like, well, fuck you guys, I'm doing my own thing, which I thought was quite funny and hilarious. But then when they go to the president's retreat, yes, Maya has to spend time with this dog trying to overcome uh, the dog's bad behaviour. Um, and I just I just found it a bit sort of too easy. In the meantime, there was sort of love interest going on with this secret service agent. Uh, again, I don't know his name and I felt like it was pretty poor showing. Anyway, because uh, it was quite creepy as well. She's 18 
uh, and he's maybe mid-twenties, but it's just a bit creepy about the love interest. But he just had the same reaction to everything, same reaction to her talking to her dog, Lucky, the same reaction uh, to her uh, getting... Because there's a scene when other animals of this retreat work with Daisy to, like, poop on her and make her life hell. And he had the same reaction to, to that. He also had the same, you know, just nothing. Oh, that happened. And also, there was a scene where the president's daughter ran off to go to um, a retreat and um, I ran off to go to this freshers party or, or sophomore or whatever. I don't know the American terms. But then these guys figure out she's the president's daughter and they're very threatening towards her. Maya goes to follow her with the Secret Service agent. Secret Service agent deals with it straight away. But then leaves Maya and her friend, and sorry, the president's daughter, he takes them back to Maya's car and then just goes off to steal a motorbike from the party. Like... What the hell? He's just, you know, these threatening guys that he's dealt with and then he just leaves them to it so he can have their heart to heart. And she realised, and President's daughter realises she hates that she's, she wants to be good enough for her dad and she's not. And Maya's like, well, I feel the same way about my dad. You'd think Dr. Doolittle as a dad would, instead of being absent, would actually be there for his daughter, you know. But there you go, because the President's there for his daughter. I just realised this is going well into 10 minutes. Now, well, it's 8 minutes. So I did have a lot more to say about this than I thought. I'm sure Carl will edit this uh, down now. But it was just... Uh, but the Secret Service guy, the same non-emotion throughout it. The same non-emotion when they're all making milkshakes together. The President's daughter, Secret Service guy and Maya all making milkshakes together. And it's all going very well. And But he doesn't react to it. Having ice cream put on his nose. He's all a little bit chuckles. Um, and it could have been a romantic moment there. No. Um, anyway, back to the president's door. Uh, back to Maya and helping Daisy. Now, Daisy's just been an arse. And, oh, by the way, there's the president's chief of staff. who straight away, you can tell, is a bad guy. Because he keeps writing Maya off. You're not good enough. You're going to fail. You can't let the president see you're failing. But then, do you know what? The president gives her a prep talk, going, you know, the only thing we have to fear is fear itself. Really corny line. And all of a sudden, she figures out that what Daisy might need is for her to sit on lap because Daisy's a King Charles. And King Charles likes being sat on humans' lap. So does every dog. It took her Google and the music montage to realise that. But no, the dog was just being an arse anyway still. Uh, with the cupcakes, the dog was being the arse. Then Maya realises that if she's nice towards the other animals, feeds into their insecurities, then Daisy will be like, oh, uh, the other animals have turned against me. On, they, on, on Maya's side, I'm going to run off. You know, because the dog has that level of intelligence to so going to run off. And so um, everyone then goes to try and find her. Oh yeah, another side bit, the Secret Service guy obviously has another love interest from this really annoying snobby woman who's like a, a brilliant academic and is, you know, uh, nice, uh, you know, throws out that Maya's just 
uh, what you know, she wants to solve world problems by the time she's 30. What does May want to do? Oh, I want to look after animals. I want like doggy daycare, which was a kind of a uh, callback to Eddie Murphy's film Daddy Daycare. Uh, but it was just a really poor way of doing it. I don't know, it's just a really corny, shitty line. And then Maya walks off calling her a snob. No, you know, lucky Maya's dog could have pissed on this woman's leg and that would have been funnier, to be honest. Like, do you know what I mean? It was just so non-funny. This dialogue and the way it ended was so... Everything ended anticlimactically. Anyway, so it turns out this, so there's this gopher as well. I don't, don't mention the gopher um, who's hidden away because he doesn't like interacting with other animals. But then all of a sudden he overhears the chief of staff saying that he's going to, um, I, don't, I don't know, poison the president. Like he poisoned the president with some oysters and he threw up on this African prince. Uh so, yeah, there was that. So, that you know, the president then has to meet the African prince again at this retreat and obviously has to get Daisy into the right frame of mind so that the prince's daughter loves Daisy and prince will therefore sign this rainforest deal that protects the rainforest. Oh, yeah, because do you know what? That's all it takes, diplomacy, is if you have a cute dog. So, obviously, that's how it works. But that aside, uh, it's a kid's movie, so I guess you need to be a bit light-hearted. So, that's all very well and good. But the chief of staff wants to poison the president um, and then wants to get the prince to go back on the deal so he can then sign off to this company that wants to uh, deforest the rainforest, like, commit deforestation of the rainforest uh, and wants to do deal with the prince himself it turns out that and this gopher hears it um, tells Lucky Lucky then tells Maya who's like oh shit by the way at this point Daisy's okay because Maya's had a pep talk with Maya was, with Daisy as well going do you know what you can go back to because the dog's like I want to go back to being a dog I don't want to be this used for political gain you know because the dog is that self-aware so therefore may is just like you can go back to being a dog it's all be all right and they love you very much all of a sudden that that convinces daisy to be nice to the president um so daisy's nice to the president and the prince and the prince's daughter and the prince is therefore like oh let's sign this agreement but then all of a sudden it turns out so the gopher has let Lucky know that the president's going to be poisoned. And then, sorry, the gopher lets Maya know that the president's going to be poisoned. So Maya's trying to desperately stop the president from eating the food. Uh, but rather than telling the secret service agent who she thinks she would, she tries to stop the president eating his food. Um, and it turns out it's actually Daisy's food that's been poisoned. And then Daisy leaps on the prince and the prince goes, I'm going to tear this up. Uh, meanwhile, all these mayors set the task of all the other animals to break it into the chief of staff's safe with a letter saying um, that, you know, the chief of staff wants to do this deal with this oil company to deforest the rainforest because um, he's a partner and he has shareholders and he's due to make a lot of money. Um, 
that's ridiculous anyway in itself because how far can you get by doing that like how did they not figure out early on that's what he's doing so these animals break into the safe because uh, also by the way there's this uh, ferret or something that is able to listen in on the chief of staff and their pin code so he knows how to open the safe so he goes to open the safe and uh, lucky comes in and saves the day um uh with uh the chief of staff's plans uh chief of staff get exposed he's arrested uh he's taken out by the secret service he's the other secret service take him away and then all of a sudden um uh, they have a dance off which is just awful and grinsworthy and uh, may gets a recommendation for uh the prince signs the deal with the president and the prince thanks mayor for bringing the two countries together may gets a recommendation from the president and then she gets into vet school because she's able to turn one dog into a well-behaved dog you know so that that's essentially it but it was so fucking boring there was no proper jokes in it. the only funny sort of funny parts i found was when all the animals in the president's ranch ganged up on mayor and chat on her and stuff um that was it and the odd kind of pun but it just wasn't very good at all uh and i don't know what happens with mayor and a love interest secret service guy because it's a bit creepy anyway uh but that's that president i don't know what happens to chief staff is left there but anyway it's such a there was a three rated system um and i one two and three one bin it two stream it on netflix three pay for it to download i would bin this movie straight away in my view it's a good movie for you know if you want your kids to be bored for a couple of hours you know you know, you want your kids to enjoy it for a couple of hours while you're not doing anything, then great. But ideally, bin it. Don't watch this movie. It is terrible. I'm not angry about it. I was so not, it's so bad that I don't have any emotion to it. But I'm surprised I managed to record a 70-minute review of it. Uh, so there we go. That's a 70-minute review. Good luck editing that, uh, Carl Wolf. And, uh, yeah, enjoy the rest of your days, guys guys Bye. well cheers for that mark um i'm gonna just come out and say this film is hot garbage and it was really clear that no one involved gave a shit about making it other than trying to make money off the director video market um it can get in the fucking bin for me um if you like this then please if you're listening on whatever podcast i'm listening on please give it a like subscribe and a review it really helps and also if you're listening on spotify give it a fuck give the podcast a follow and i'll see you next time thanks very much